What is going on, everyone, and welcome back to the Red Cedar Podcast. It's your boy Scott here, and it has been quite a long time since we have been um, on this forum in the Red Cedar Podcast and on YouTube in general for those of uh, you who are watching it on there. Uh, but we are back better than ever. Hopefully, hopefully, audio is a little bit better. Uh, hopefully the picture and everything for uh, you all on YouTube will be a little bit better. Uh, still working some of the stuff out. Uh, just got into a new apartment recently. So lighting is, I know, abysmal uh, in this video right now. But uh, hopefully the content's a little bit better as well. Most of the show, obviously it's been a couple years. Hopefully there's some new listeners out there. Welcome. Uh, talk about MSU. That's, uh, that's that. Uh, we talk about Michigan State. Men's and women's basketball, football. Uh, women's men's soccer, golf, uh, everything, basically everything surrounding the university, um, athletics-wise and everything. If there's stuff we want to point out uh, that's going on in the community as well, we will do that. Um, yeah, as well as uh, we usually do some episodes, NBA, NFL, a little bit, MLB, PGA, if uh, there's anything worth noting. Uh, mainly, we try to do a whole my goal is to try to do a whole bigger scope of like NBA, NFL, uh, but mainly centric focused around Warriors, Lakers, uh, Panthers, Rams, in the NFL, uh, Chiefs as well. But uh, yeah, try, try to do a little bit better as uh, overall big circle, big picture thing uh, for the whole leagues for that. MLB, same thing, a little bit, you know, uh, PGA when, uh, when time's right. But so kind of a new new thing because I was never really on a consistent schedule with it. I tried to be, but uh, going to try to do that right now. As of right now, we're going to be mainly MSU-centric right now. Obviously, we're in the heart of uh, Big Ten play for basketball, both men's and women's uh, at this time. Uh, we got about a month till Selection Sunday. So that's going to be the main topics right now. And until we get our footing going and get a routine and everything going. But something kind of different is we're going to try to do it for sure around every game, game day, post game, everything like that. Kind of like what this video is. I know this beginning is kind of just like a little intro, but around game days. But also something a little different, too, is uh, we're going to just break this up into different uh, different segments. So if I have to come on here and I like right now, I want to review the Rutgers game. Uh, I'm going to come on, I'm going to talk about the Rutgers game, and if I also want to talk about, I'm recording this right before uh, uh, the women's basketball team plays at school down the road today at 3, so I'm about to head to that. Uh, so if I want to talk about Rutgers yesterday, preview the women's game for today, um, and maybe a little look ahead to Maryland on Tuesday for the guys, uh, then I'll do that. But then if I also wanted to do a separate episode and talked about the Warriors and how, you know, Steph went out injured last night in the game, hopefully everything's okay. I'll do a separate video on that. So you could see, you know, two, three videos on a day, depending on how busy the, the news is basically. So you could see a 18 minute video on MSU at all different sports, but then you could also see, you know, a eight, 12 minute video on the NBA or a Warriors storyline, Lakers storyline, such like that, or the NFL with the Super Bowl next Sunday. Uh, you could see, you know, two, three videos a day, depending on uh, what's going on. But let's just start with the little breakdown of the season. Um, I wrote this actually before the Rutgers game on Saturday. You're seeing this on Monday, but uh, recording this Sunday, like I said. Uh, I wrote this on f Thursday. Uh, 
before the Rutgers game on Saturday. So um, I tweaked it a little bit. Feelings a little bit different, but pretty much the same. Um, MSU 14-9 on the season now, 6-6 six and six overall in the Big Ten. Um, big wins earlier in the season. It's kind of a typical Tom Izzo Michigan State basketball season. Big wins early in the season with a tough non-conference schedule. Took a couple losses, a couple losses early on that you probably shouldn't have and you probably should have won. Uh, coast through December. Uh, start out hot in January and then now we're kind of in that little low part end of January now beginning of February uh, you know so hopefully now things are starting to do the you know trickle upwards uh, in terms of trends like uh, we've seen in the past with Tom Izzo Michigan State basketball teams but this team has been plagued with injuries a lot Malik Hall has missed time Jaden Akins has missed time uh, Tyson Walker at Purdue last week was sick didn't even know if he was going to play the morning of he did got it out and play but yeah a lot of stuff around this team and I mean hey knock on wood it could be a lot worse but um, obviously with Malik Hall we see when he's on the floor that it's a completely different team and yeah him being out for long stretches of the season has definitely impacted I don't think we lose some of the games we lose if Malik's Hall if Malik Hall is on the court but I want to just talk about kind of the last couple games for MSU and how it's kind of like before the Rutgers game I'll talk about that in a second but before the Rutgers game the four games before that um, you had at Illinois you had home versus Purdue and then you had home versus Rutgers and then you had at Indiana so first off at Illinois you had that game for almost 30 minutes and then with 10:20 left, you're up 52 to 45. And then Illinois, they just get hot. Their gym gets going, and we kind of Malik Hall also goes out in that last stretch of the game. And you let that one slip. You're like, all right, that that was one we probably should have had, but it did slip. Okay, we'll bounce back. Big big chance for uh, a big time win on MLK Day versus Purdue at home in the Brez. Um you lost that one in the first five ten minutes of the game uh, you got down big you were down 13 in the first half uh, you were able to storm back before halftime and get I forget if we were up one down one at half but it was like a one possession game at halftime after being down big time double digits against I think they were ranked number three in the country probably a top two three team in the country this year Zach Eady probably the player of the year uh, you came back uh, showed a lot of fight and then the second half it was kind of it was literally back and forth trading buckets uh one team would maybe go up four and then the other team would go on a run maybe go up two then tie then you know so it was back and forth whole game it was right there at the end uh i think we even got up four late in the game if i'm not mistaken and then kind of a i would call it a questionable defensive strategy on ed with as he gets the hook with three seconds left in the paint um yeah kind of allowed them to get that running start and then just dumped the ball down to Edie, who was already too deep in the paint and uh was just able to go right to his move and get it up three seconds left um but tyson walker did get a shot um which he was phenomenal all game but uh it either got tipped or just came up short but that was I said it kind of right after that. It was kind of a weird 
weird segment because there was, I think there was like eight to 10 real time minutes between um, before Purdue scored that, uh, the go ahead bucket, and before Tyson took that last shot. I swear, eight to 10 real time minutes because I think there was a, a review right before Edie went down and scored. And then after that, we called the timeout. And then I think after that, Purdue called the timeout. And then that was when threw the ball in and it went out in by our on our three point and out line on the sideline right up there uh, on our side of the court. So that worked out perfectly. But then they were reviewing that for the time. So then you had a couple minutes for that. And then we called the timeout. Purdue called the timeout. Then it was like, all right, there's no timeouts. But now, you know, eight, 10 minutes of around in real time so you're kind of sitting around and you know you're playing you know i think tyson probably logged 35 37 so minutes in that game uh like a lot of our big time players are um or a lot of our starters are i should say uh better phrasing for that um you know your legs you're not going around you know even though you get a couple minutes rest uh i don't know i kind of attributed it to that a little bit but but like i said i think you lost that game and when you got down that much and you had to exude all that energy to come back and you know fight even if you kept that to seven eight point game instead of all the way up at 13 that sounds you know four or five points that sounds so little but that's what you lost the game by one that's what that's what it comes down to really uh then Rutgers you were able to bounce back big you got destroyed on the boards but uh you were able to get a big time win at home uh then you went to Indiana uh that went bad quick uh you were in it for kind of the first 10 minutes uh you were able to keep Trace Jackson Davis out of the game for the most part of that first quarter of the game but then that second 10 minutes in the first half he started to get going second half he really got going crowd got into it and you weren't climbing out of that hole so then after Indiana you have Iowa at home uh you get a nice win there 63-61 back and forth game again there uh, you were able to pull it out against an Iowa team that was kind of struggling, but was starting to find their rhythm. I said last four games, I meant last six, but that's that. So you get the win at home against Iowa. Then you go to Purdue, who's now the number one team in the country. And uh, again, you're in it till the first media timeout. And then Edie starts getting going, crowds getting going, other guys start hitting shots. Um, yeah, get down 18 in the first half, second half teams if i can talk the team in the second half showed a lot of heart and fight but it was too much to overcome down 18 again on the road in west lafayette with Edie, who's probably the player of the year not just in the conference but probably in the country um even though purdue ended up losing yesterday i don't they'll probably lose another two to three games uh maybe but He's probably the player of the year, so tough. Didn't really have any answers for him. Besides the at Indiana and at Purdue, the other games, you were in it in the second half. Uh, you were in it. Those were the only two games you were out of it, really, in the first half. Able to fight back and make it a game, and possibly if uh, the other team goes on a cold streak, you're able to force them on a cold streak defensively and get a sh- couple shots to go. You complete the comeback, but... But I'm looking at, at Illinois, you were in it, like I said, till the last fourth of the game. Home against Purdue, you were in it literally till the last seconds of the game. But if you just look at, let's just say 
you take out the Illinois loss at Illinois and the loss at home Purdue. If you're able to pull out those two games, even with the loss at MSG yesterday to Rutgers, you're feeling a lot different about your season. You're sitting at, you know, hey, 16 and 7, 8 and 4 in the conference. I mean, you're still looking at the standings right now. You're sitting right tied for second, third uh, with that. I think you'd be 8 and 4 and 16 and 7 is Rutgers. You're sitting right there at second in the conference. Uh, you know, then you have a game on Purdue as well. So you're uh, two games, game and a half out of first because then Rutgers be, or I'm sorry, then Purdue would be 10 and 2 in the conference and you have a win over them. Things are looking a lot different if you get that win. So obviously yesterday kind of um, at Rutgers, well, at MSG against Rutgers, uh, it was a road game. Uh, that one you had for most of the game, and then kind of the last uh, last little uh, like seven ish minutes of the game, you kind of let let slip. But uh, offense, kind of, it was just a defensive game. Could not get anything going defensively. Uh, Tyson had some nice moments back in New York, where he's from. But uh, you're up six at halftime. You get outscored by 12 in the second half. I'll say this, um, not making excuses. Rutgers is second in the Big Ten standings for a reason. They're a really good defensive team. I wish we could have pulled that off. Uh, I think that would have been big because I kept saying kind of silver lining after the Purdue game last Sunday all right, this last stretch, the last, what, eight, nine games of the Big Ten season, uh, you can kind of write the ship. Like, I was like, all right, I could reasonably see you winning of these before yesterday, uh, nine games. I can see you winning on the high end. I mean, high end, I could see you winning nine, but okay, I could see you winning seven to eight of these games. Um, and even on the low end, it's like, all right, like you get at least five of these games. Um, Rutgers was one of those ones I thought we could got. I thought we caught a little break, not having to play them at the rack. But uh, uh, credit to their fans, they showed up at MSG, uh, provided a good environment for them. And uh, but mainly credit to the the coaches and players over there because they uh, th that's a good defensive team. So now just looking ahead for MSU, uh, we got Maryland at home on Tuesday at nine o'clock. Uh, Maryland, right now, they're uh, tied for third. They're 7-5 in the conference, 16-7 and seven overall. So, again, another tough game. There's, It's so cliche, there's no easy games in the Big Ten. I'm not even going to say Minnesota's an easy game because they've given some teams fights. Uh, Minnesota, 1-11 overall in the conference, 7-15 overall. But I'm not even, like... I'm not going to say, like, yep, MSU's going to win that game. Like, yeah, we should. They're, you know, ranked 14th in the conference, and they've won one game in conference for a reason. But it's, I know it's so cliche, but it's just, this conference is just so tough, top to down, top to bottom. But so you still kind of looking ahead at the schedule for them. For the guys, you know, you got to get that one. You got to get that one, kind of get on track. Find a way to win at Ohio State. Then you got Minnesota at home. Then you go to the school down the road. Okay, 
and then you get Indiana at home. These next four games, yeah, these next four games before we get Indiana at home, you need to find a way to win three to four of them. Need to, need to. Uh, the good thing is you got two of them at home, two of them on the road. So you need to find at least one road win out of this. Um, you do that, you get three wins. You're now at nine wins in the conference. Um, I don't. I think the Big Ten title is probably out of out of question for this year because I think Purdue's probably going to win it by probably two games, maybe three games. So here's the chance. Right the ship, you know. Get it started versus Maryland on Tuesday. That'd be a good. That's a good win. That that will be a good win. Any win in the Big Ten is a good win. Um, even if it's at home, on the road, wherever, it's a good win. And then from there, find a way to win on the road. Beat Minnesota at home. Beat your rival on the road. Hey, things are looking good. If you do, if you get all four, you're at ten wins. All right. Then you got four games left: Indiana, Iowa, Nebraska, and Ohio State. You got four wins left. You have a chance to push this to fourteen, or maybe. Right now, if I had to, if I had to bet my life on it, I said uh, this team will either end somewhere between ten and twelve wins in the conference. Still good. I I think already securely in the Big Ten tournament, unless you lose the re- or sorry in the NCAA tournament, unless you lose the rest of your games. I know the standard over here. We we don't celebrate just getting into the tournament, but given the way some of the things have shaked out this year. I think um, getting there, and I think our guard play and wing play helps us in the tournament more than Big Ten play because we're not going to see guys Zach Eady, Trey Jackson Davis. We're not going to really see them in the tournament. And teams that usually go far in the tournament tournament are teams that have good guard and wings play, which I'll take A.J. Hogard, Tyson Walker, Jaden Akins, Malik Hall, and Joey Hauser. Those five guards and wings, I'll take them against any group of those guards and wings in the country you know i'm not saying they're better than anyone and i'm not saying they're all nba stars but veteran guys um well at least four of the five veteran guys you know seen a lot of stuff in their time in college already been through the wars i'll take them in march um just since we're kind of doing this first you know back do a little bit of look to march i still i hey i'm not numb to the fact that we went out in the first week in the last two years um but i also think this team is different than the last two years because of the experience a lot of these guys were on those teams aj hogard was on the team that lost in the first four to ucla he was on that round of 32 team last year uh, that lost in the second round to duke uh tyson walker he was on that team team last year and he's really picking it up this year and uh getting his shot a lot of the times and being more aggressive Joey Hauser as well. So much more confidence this year. He same thing with AJ. He was there through the wars. Jaden was obviously there last year, didn't have a big role last year, but he's uh coming along. Really, he can get his own shot, double digits in a handful of games. Uh recently don't have it up right in front of me, but Malik Hall, different make difference maker on the floor. Even yesterday when he's not scoring a lot against Rutgers, no one was scoring a lot, but um he still was defending, rebounding well uh, for the most part. So, like I said, I'll take them in March. I think, obviously, the floor is, you know, you go out in the first weekend, unfortunately. A lot of it depends on your draw, too. Um, but I, I still think the ceiling is a Final Four. 
Like, I don't think that's out of the question. Uh, you got to see how the next couple weeks goes. You got to see how the draw goes. But it can definitely, definitely Final Four is the ceiling, in my opinion, uh, which is encouraging. Um, you know, I have faith in the the program and Izzo every year that can make a one. Because, I mean, he's taken he's taken a low, low, low seed to the Final Four before. So um, even last year, you know, I was like, hey, we beat Duke. We can kind of, you know, get on a little roll here. Um, you saw North Carolina get to the championship game last year uh, as, what, I think an eight seed. But that being said, biggest thing, just got to string some wings together. Just got to string some wings wins together. Um, you got a couple of winnable games that you should be able to win here in the next uh, last couple weeks of the season. You got a couple of tough ones at Ohio State, um, even though they don't have the reputation for being the toughest arena to play in it's tough at your rival down the road that's they don't have they don't either have the best fans student section whatever environment but that is a tough place to play too uh because it's your rival um home versus indiana obviously trace jackson davis one of the best handful of bigs in the league uh one of the best players in the league and probably the country um at iowa uh I'm nervous about. It. I just going to Iowa for any sport uh, kind of scars me. So uh, that one circle worry about too. Um, but yeah, biggest thing just string together some wins. Uh, keep. I think there's been more consistent play out of the squad recently. So just trying to put together more consistent performances. If you do that, I think you'll be in good shape. Get on a little bit of a rhythm going into the tourney. And, hey, anything can happen. But, yeah, looking forward to the game. I'll talk about that a little bit. I think you'll see me probably Tuesday morning. So, tomorrow morning because we got another game. Uh, Obviously, touch on MSU versus Maryland. And then uh, probably recap this game a little bit. And uh, anything else that happens. Um, Yeah, but anyway... Welcome back to the Red Cedar Podcast. Thank you all so much for watching, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace out.